Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Alina. And even, well, welcome back to the Cryptic Crunch. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> Part two of our Scooby-Doo special. Yeah, even though it's now November. That's okay. We've got part two of our Halloween special for y'all. Last week we talked about the Scooby-Doo shows. This week we're going to be talking about the movies. So buckle up because there are a lot of them. Emphasis on a lot. Uh. <laughs> So, first produced in 1969 is an American animated franchise that features four teenage characters, Fred Jones, Velma Dinkley, Daphne Blake, Shaggy Rogers, and their talking great Dane, Scoobert, fondly called Scooby-Doo. Together, they solve mysteries revolving around strange creatures through a series of escapades and slip-ups. Immediately after the major success of the original series, Hanna-Barbera started making Scooby-Doo movies and specials, beginning in 1972. To date, there are now over 40 movies. Yeah, there's almost 50 of them. That's so <laughs> incredible, honestly. Uh, as Elena mentioned, the Scooby-Doo movies began in 1972 with the Scooby-Doo movies. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> this technically wasn't a series of movies, but rather a show of hour-long episodes that came out after Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? These episodes had guest star slots and, w- and would feature familiar heroes like Batman and Robin, along with the Harlem Globetrotter- Globetrotters and many others. It was a big hit that lasted for two years. The first actual Scooby movie was in 1979 with Scooby-Doo Goes to Hollywood. The premiere Scooby-Doo movie focuses not only not on solving a mystery, but on Scooby as he looks for a big break in his acting career with Shaggy as his manager. But they soon realize that their place is nowhere without the gang. Also, Shaggy shouldn't be anybody's manager. No, he's literally <laughs> described as a beatnik. Yeah, should not be a manager. No. Uh, the next Scooby-Doo movie wouldn't be until the scrappy and red shirt Shaggy era with 1987's Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. In it, Scooby and Scrappy accompany Shaggy to his late uncle's estate as he was to inherit all the properties and hidden treasures within the mansion. But it's not that simple, as Shaggy's uncle left a series of clues to the deed and treasure. But after the ghost of his uncle tries to chase the trio off the estate, he calls for help of the Boo Brothers. In 1988, there were actually two movies released. Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, one of my favorites. And Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. (laughs) In Ghoul School, Shaggy and Scooby find themselves as gym teachers in a ghoul school for girls say that five times fast i couldn't do it (laughs) they managed to fit in and later on save the students from a dreadful witch revolta great name who sought to make them her slaves in scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf all the classic hollywood monsters led by count dracula gather at transylvania for the monster road rally but they are left dismayed when the wolfman cannot be in attendance as he's retired shaggy turns out to be next in line to become the werewolf (laughs) with Dracula planning on keeping Shaggy as the werewolf if he loses the race. He literally looks into a book and is like, the next werewolf is... And it just has a picture of Shaggy. He's like, Norville Shaggy Rogers. (laughs) I don't understand. It's a weird movie and I love it. (laughs) Shaggy also has a girlfriend named... Is it Googie? It's Googie. I love... Why? I don't know. This was also the, the last movie from the Scrappy and Red Shirt Shaggy era, though it wouldn't be the last time we see Scrappy in a movie, unfortunately. Um, so in between the Scrappy era and the direct-to-DVD era, there was kind of a bizarre movie in 1994 called Scooby-Doo in Arabian Nights. <laughs> After being hired to be royal food tasters for the young caliph, They were soon on the run as they ate all the food meant for the ruler as they took on the disguise as a girl in his harem to escape. The caliph falls in love with this supposed harem girl and in an attempt to escape, they tell various tales from the Arabian Nights stories. I literally forgot about that one. I did too, but then I had a flashback. Remember how I told you I was stuck in an airport? (laughs) Yeah. That was how I first discovered 13 Ghosts. Mm Mm-hmm. This came up as well, and I remember even watching, I was like, what is this? It's like the most outlandish sort of plot for, like, I get it, because they were so obsessed with food, but, like, Arabian Nights? Like, I just... I mean, it was a con- it's, it was kind of a common thing for, like, we want to make a movie for these characters, but we don't have a plot, so we're just going to have them, like, retail tales of, like, yeah. a Thurian legend, mm-hmm. or 
Arabian Nights. I don't know. That was a weird one. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) So starting in the late 90s and ending in 2009 were the What's New Scooby-Doo movies. Though the What's New Scooby-Doo show didn't start until the 2000s, the late 90s ones had an almost exact same art style. My favorite art style. It's a good one. Uh, Starting strong in 1998 with Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, the gang reunites in Louisiana to help Daphne with her paranormal investigation show. And man, do they have some paranormal encounters. To this day, this movie is the most popular Scooby-Doo movie, and the ones that followed up kept, the ones that followed after it kept up that momentum. Uh, If the previous one isn't your favorite, then 1999's Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost probably is. In The Witch's Ghost, the gang is tricked by Ben Ravencroft, who helped them in their last gig, revealed to go back to his hometown and help him reunite with his ancestor, Sarah Ravencroft, who is known to be a witch. This was the debut of the Hex Girls, uh, who I'll talk about more when we get to personal opinions. Uh, Also, Ben Ravencroft was voiced by Tim Curry. I didn't know that. Yeah. When I was dealing with my wisdom teeth stuff, I watched this movie and like I just that never even occurred to me. And I guess I didn't like look at the credits or anything, but I found that interesting. <laughs> this was probably the, my first movie like with Tim Curry in it. Yeah, I think probably. Well, Home Alone for me. I'm pretty sure I watched this before. Okay, well maybe. <laughs> it came out the year before I was born. Gotcha. Okay. So with the new millennia of 2000, uh, brought Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders. In it, Mystery Inc. gets stranded in the desert in New Mexico after running into a UFO and later encounters aliens. Shaggy also meets a nature photographer named Crystal and her dog Amber, who he and Scooby are immediately infatuated with. I miss Crystal. She was so good. That was a cute one. Yeah. Uh, In 2001, Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase was released. The gang gets trapped in a video game made by a student in an attempt to stop a phantom virus and find its creator. While in the game, they partner up with their virtual past selves to fight the virus and his army of virtual monsters, all of which were ones that the gang unmasked in the original series, to find Scooby snacks in each level in order to escape. Cyber Chase was definitely a memorable one. Oh, that yeah. one was so much fun to watch. I remember watching that as a kid, just being so into it. I also loved the song in it. Yeah. So in 2002, um, 2002 brought the very first live-action Scooby-Doo movie. The first two, directed by James Gunn, and we almost got a cool third one. I'm sure Sam will elaborate in personal opinions. I will talk about it. (laughs) In it, the gang is tricked into being brought back together on Spooky Island to solve the mystery, but instead find themselves fleeing from body snatchers being led by a familiar face. Spooky Island is great. Amazing. We're going to talk a lot about it later. Yes. Now, in 2003 is when the first movie after the new Scooby-Doo era began airing, uh, starting with Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire taking place in Australia rather than Transylvania. Scooby and the gang try to save the Vampire Rock Music Festival after competing bands fled over the rumors of a, va- of a vampire haunting the show. The gang enters the contest and destroys the vampire and unveils the Wild Wind Vampires. This also brought back the Hex Girls, yay, Uh, which is the only reason why I remember this one, as well as the glam rock vampire designs. I loved it. Yeah. Later that same year, Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico was released. The gang journeys off to Mexico to visit Fred's old pen pal after receiving his invitation. However, they soon learn that the city is being tossed around in chaos by the Chupacabra. Though it looks nothing like how the Chupacabra is described, instead sort of like a big purple bigfoot type of thing we'll talk more about this one there's a lot to talk about (laughs) with that one yeah uh the next year in 2004 the gang travels to scotland in scooby-doo and the loch ness monster visiting daphne's ancestral home for a festival but end up getting chased by two different nessies later that same year we also got the sequel to the first live action movie with the masterpiece that is scooby-doo monsters unleashed this is my favorite movie ever next to shrek one and two i love this movie (laughs) so much it's also amazing in the movie a masked figure with the use of the pterodactyl ghost breaks into the newly opened museum dedicated to mystery inc and takes the costumes of past monsters the gang has unmasked who then get transformed into actual monsters and hunt down the gang also another set of great songs in it. Yes. 
Love that one. Some early 2000s hits. Absolutely. Uh, Aloha Scooby-Doo was released in 2005 in which Daphne secures an expense-paid trip for the gang to Hawaii after bagging a contract to design swimwear for the company Goha Aloha. Uh, there's an annual surfing contest, and the mayor makes it open to all, not just only locals, which had been tradition. An ancient Hawaiian spirit, Wiki Tiki, disrupts the contest, leaving the gang searching for clues and solving the mystery. I liked that one a lot, too. Same here. <laughs> it was a good one. And then later that same year, Scooby-Doo and Where's My Mummy was released. Another very popular one. Uh, after Velma's absence for six months to restore the Sphinx in Egypt, her friends from Mystery Inc. decide to come surprise her. There they learn about the lost treasures of Cleopatra, and the certain Dr. Von Butch arrives and seeks the treasure for herself, causing the release of an ancient curse. This one was insane. Yes. And I loved it. <laughs> uh, then in 2006, saw Scooby-Doo Pirates Ahoy. Fred's parents invite him and the rest of the gang on a mystery-themed cruise for Fred's birthday, but all the celebration comes to a halt when ghost pirates attack them while in the Bermuda Triangle. See, that was another one I forgot about, and then I read this, and I was like, oh my gosh. How could you forget the iconic chase scene? Listen, I I had to Google clips from all of these because I was like, there's no way I forgot about this. I'm disappointed I weirdly remember so many of these. <laughs> so in 2007, we got Chill Out Scooby-Doo. Great name. Shaggy and Scooby accidentally end up on the wrong plane and being dumped in the Himalayan mountains rather than Paris with the rest of the gang. After moving around in all the snow, they reunite with their friends to crack the mystery of the Yeti. Another weird one. Yes. <laughs> I forgot that they got put on, like, the wrong plane in, like, yeah. a cargo plane. Yep. <sighs> 2008, Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King. The gang must try their best to defeat the evil Krudsky to stop him <laughs> from taking over the world with the use of the Goblin King's scepter. Shaggy and Scooby end up in the underworld while Fred, Daphne, and Velma don't really do anything. Also, the Goblin King was voiced by Tim Curry. I love that. This one, I'm not sure if this one counts as a musical or not, because there are some songs in it that they sing in it, but none of the songs are good. Yeah. And there aren't that many. I think there's like I think two or I three. may have watched this literally once. I don't remember a whole it's lot about bad. that one. Yeah. Don't watch it. It's bad. <laughs> then wrapping up the What's New era in 2009 is Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword. Mystery Inc. travels to Tokyo as Daphne wishes to enter a martial arts contest, but all is set aside when the Black Samurai is resurrected, and Scooby must use the Sword of Fate to defeat him. Again, in this one, the gang gets separated, and Shaggy and Scooby go on a mystic adventure while the other three get sidelined hard, though not as egregiously as in The Goblin King. Yeah, that one was... It wasn't as bad as Goblin King. Yeah. That's another one I think I watched probably once as a kid. Even as a kid, I was like... Mm. I think I watched it a couple of times. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, in 2009 was also the beginning of the Nickelodeon live-action movies. Uh, with Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins, an origin story for Mystery Inc. shows how the gang met up and started solving mysteries after becoming friends during detention, The Breakfast Club style. The gang goes on to solve a local mystery at their high school. Their success, their success leads them to form a mystery-solving team, and they go on to solve what is canonically their first mystery, though I refuse to accept that because it's bad. Awful. Zero out of ten. Yeah. 2010's Scooby-Doo Abracadabra-Doo was the beginning of the current direct-to-DVD movie era. When the gang decides to check on Velma's little sister in a college for magicians, they learn that a mysterious griffin has been chasing all of the students away. The gang set out to solve the mystery of the griffin and along the way resolve the differences of others. Also, Velma's little sister has a crush on Shaggy in it, which is just adorable. I just love the fact that science Velma's little sister is in a college for magicians. I, you know, <laughs> why? But I'm <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, later the same year, Scooby-Doo Camp Scare was released. The gang heads off to Fred's old camp as a kid but is shocked to find it empty. They soon learn that three monsters from the camper's legends have come to, come to life and are chasing everyone off. Fred, having a nose for this kind of thing, leads the gang to solve the mystery and restore the camp. Even later into the year, the sequel to Nickelodeon's live-action movie, Scooby-Doo, Curse of the Lake Monster. 
The gang finds himself up against the spirit of a wicked witch and her band of frog monsters. Also bad. So bad. Yeah. I. So 2009 was a busy year. Yeah. Or 2010. Yeah. Uh, in 2011, Scooby-Doo Legend of the Phantasaur was released. In it, after Shaggy winds up hospitalized out of a fear response after a particularly traumatic investigation, they go to a resort owned by Daphne's uncle, who hypnotizes Shaggy into being brave. Also, there are ghost dinosaurs, and Velma falls in love with a clone of herself, and it's weird. Makes sense. Yeah. The following year, Scooby-Doo, Music of the Vampire, was released. Scooby and his friends seek to take a break from solving mysteries by going on vacation. They run into a town in Louisiana haunted by the legendary vampire Valdronia, causing them to postpone their vacation and solve the mystery. It's also a musical for some reason. Even though the plot revolves around a book, not any musical performance. It's just, there's a lot of singing for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Uh, later the same year, Big Top Scooby-Doo was released. In it, the gang goes undercover and a circus to solve a mystery where, surprisingly, a werewolf disrupts the circus activities and steals jewelry pieces. <laughs> also, this is the one where that clip of Freddy going on that rant that <laughs> continuously just escalates and keeps yeah. getting worse about the trapeze is, originally comes from. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's kind of the only good thing yeah, of that one. I don't it think I've good. seen any of these. I literally think that... They tried to have a weird... Uh, B plot where Shaggy and Scooby were mad at each other and were like having a rift in their friendship because oh. Shaggy got put on the animal tamer thing and he took the credit for Scooby oh. calming down the lion. So I, I literally think that Music of the Vampire is the last one I'd seen. I don't think I've seen any of these other ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Scooby Doo, Mask of the Blue Falcon was released in 2013 the gang unmasks the villain, similar to that in Shaggy and Scooby's favorite comic collection, and becomes one of the protagonists in the new release as his reward. You can skip it. It's boring. It was literally just a way for them to be like, hey, remember Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt? Oh. It was boring. Got it. Okay. And also, like, jabs at DC oh. for, like, making things dark and edgy. Okay. It was bad. Got it. Uh, later the same year, Scooby-Doo Adventures, the mystery map, was released. If you've seen images of puppets of the mystery gang, that's what this is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, the puppets don't look great. No. No. Uh, this one isn't animated, just puppets for some reason. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy find a map in the pizza they ordered, which leads them to the treasure of Gnarly Beard, the pirate. <laughs> Though they end up in dismay when the treasure is not what they thought it'd be. It's only 45 minutes. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it because I the puppets just look weird to me. Yeah. Weirdly, Freddy's, for some reason, is the worst looking to oh, me. Oh, God. Then again, later the same year, Scooby-Doo's Stage Fright was released. Daphne and Fred try out as a duo in a talent show, but are coerced to turn their attention to multiple phantoms that disrupt the show for various ulterior motives. I remember this one is like being messy because even the gang was like, how many are, how many of you are upset about this? Oh my gosh. Uh, then in 2014, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery released after Scoob and Shaggy won an expense-paid stay at WWE City. And Scooby must prove himself innocent of trying to steal the WWE belt by taking on Kane in a one-on-one -on -one match, and the gang solves the mystery of Ghost Bear from shutting down WrestleMania. Again, that is so random. They had a couple of WWE crossovers. But, like, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> the same year Scooby-Doo, Frank and Creepy came out. Velma is revealed to belong to the ancestral lineage of Baron von Dinkenstein, the creator of Frank and Creep. And in an attempt to prove everyone wrong about monsters being fake, she gets hypnotized and brings Frank and Creep to life, causing revolt amongst the people and revealing hidden familiar enemies. This one's good. I recommend it. It's good. You think I should watch this one? Yes. Okay. They give Velma a cool outfit. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Poor Fred, the entire movie. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, in 2015, Scooby-Doo Moon Monster Madness uh, and Scooby-Doo Ki and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery came out. 
in Moon Monster Madness after bagging a free trip to space somehow <laughs> the gang gets trapped when one of the astronauts turns on them luckily they escape just in time and make it back to earth to apprehend the culprit this one's sick the art direction the art mm-hmm. team that worked on it mm-hmm. went insane it looks like bioshock in space and it's awesome oh my gosh i'll have to check the it out velma velma and daphne are so cold to each other for no reason in it especially velma weird okay yeah then in Kiss, when they travel to the Kiss World Amusement Park to see the Kiss concert, the gang has to travel between alternate realities to stop the Crimson Witch before she unleashes the Destroyer upon the Earth. This one is insane, and I love it, except for the last ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> Watch it, except for the last ten minutes. It's insane. Got it. In 2016, Lego Scooby-Doo haunted Hollywood, and Scooby-Doo and WWE curse of the speed demon came out i'm surprised they haven't done a nascar one it's <laughs> it's mixed with nascar oh it is they... kind of oh my god did they just cater it's wrestling and nascar um, where they're just like let's let's get this for the midwest folk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indiana's gonna love this oh my, literally <laughs> oh the first i'm sorry Sorry. In Haunted Hollywood, the first Lego movie of the franchise stars Mystery Inc. on a trip to Hollywood. They soon have to help one of their favorite horror movie studios go out as three monsters from the studio sets are haunting it. In Curse of the Speed Demon, after the gang's adventure at WrestleMania, they show up for the Muscle Motor X, X. Off Road Challenge. That's such a long. The Muscle Motor X Off-Road Challenge, hosted by WWE, just to watch, but later on they're forced to intervene when the Inferno disrupts the race. I think this is the one John Cena is in. Oh my god. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I vaguely, I, I, I vaguely remember the Haunted Hollywood one, and the Speed Demon one, I was more confused than anything watching it. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's like, alright, they... Are both things okay? Uh, in 2017, Scooby Doo Shaggy Showdown and Scooby Doo Lego Blowout Beach Bash uh, were released. In Shaggy Showdown, when the gang traveled to see Shaggy's cousin Tawny in Crazy Q Dude Ranch, they con- they're confronted by the ghost of Dapper Jack, who turns out to be Shaggy's ancestor. They work to solve the mystery to save Tawny's ranch and also clear up Daff- Dapper's name in the process. In Blowout Beach Bash, the gang, it's tough to say. They love to do that. Yeah, the gang can't seem to get a break off mystery solving as their latest attempt at a vacation is short is cut short when the Beach Bash can't hold over the attacks of pirates on the beach. In 2018, Scooby-Doo and Batman, the Brave and the Bold, and Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghost were released. Brave and the Bold is a, clos- a classic crossover movie between Batman, specifically Brave and the Bold series Bats, and Mystery Inc. as they team up in Gotham to solve the case of the Crimson Cloak, who has a grudge against the Dark Knight. Then, in Gourmet Ghost <laughs> Fred's uncle, renowned chef Bobby Flay, invites the gang to his inn, where a new mystery pops up concerning the Red Ghost. Okay, where was this when I was like nine years old and obsessed obsessed with iron chef you would have had to wait another nine years literally i i had a very weird obsession with iron it's, chef he's like kid. he brings it up so casually too and none of the other gang like <laughs> is like uh he's like yeah my uncle bobby flay that's a i just that's so weird what <laughs> what also brave and the bold one was really disappointing oh. because the you know even like basic mm-hmm. batman rogues gallery mm-hmm. you're like Velma, why are you being stupid? It's really obvious. Oh, God. Uh, In 2018, also brought the latest live-action Scooby-Doo movie, though Scooby didn't appear in it. Daphne and Velma features only the two gals of the mystery gang in high school before the group has even met. The two team up to solve the mystery of strange things happening to their classmates. I didn't watch it because it looked bad. I didn't know this was a thing until I Googled it literally today, and I was like, ugh, it looks not good. No. Yeah. 2019 saw a return to two Scooby-Doo classics, though only one of them lived up to the hype, Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the 13th Ghost, and Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island. 
In The Curse of the Thirteenth Ghost, the gang reunites with Flim Flam and Vincent Van Gogh to finally catch the Thirteenth Ghost and return it to the Chest of Demons. In Return to Zombie Island, Mystery Inc. is tricked and makes their way back to Moonscar Island to make a movie they weren't expecting. Things get a little interesting when strange cat creatures attack them, making them go mystery solving after being warned early on. This one was meant to be for the 50th anniversary of Scooby-Doo, and unfortunately, this was the bad one. It was so bad. I I feel like I have seen this. It's bad. I feel like I did see this. Again, like, periodically while I'm babysitting, I don't know what they put on. So I I feel like I did see that one, and it was not good. (gasps) Uh, In 2020, Scoob was released, though the movie's main focus is on Blue Falcon, Dynamut, and kind of Scooby and Shaggy. There's no mystery and instead is an I spy of Hanna-Barbera characters. It's oh. bad. Yeah, I never saw that one. It's it bad. It's another like case of... Style. No. Mm-hmm. The animation was kind of nice, but it was bad. Yeah. Like, Fred, Velma, and Daphne did nothing in it. It's annoying. Fortunately, later that year, we got Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo. Yes. After Velma's reveal on Dr. Crane from Arkham, she misses a little detail, resulting in jack-o'-lanterns coming to life and turning others in the city into monsters. Velma, being herself as always, finds a logical explanation and solves the case. Also, my gal Elvira is featured in it. Elvira! Love that. Yes. Uh, in 2021, Scooby-Doo, The Sword and the Scoob, and Straight out of Nowhere, Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog were released. <laughs> In The Sword and the Scoob, uh, after another mystery is solved, the gang takes a trip to England where they are sent back in time to Camelot, where they meet King Arthur and Merlin. Shaggy releases Excalibur and gets kidnapped, causing his team to go on a rescue mission to save him. I have never seen this one nor heard of it, but now I want to watch it because it sounds insane. It does, yeah. It sounds like a lot's going on. Yeah. Uh, In Straight Out of Nowhere, Scoob... Scooby meets Courage, the cowardly dog, and together they defeat Queen Cicada and her cicadas. Honestly, a perfect crossover scenario. I still I haven't that. seen it. I need to. Yeah, I would totally watch that one. Now, in 2022, with the most recent movie, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo, in it, the Mystery Inc. has cracked a... R- has, oh my gosh, words I today. Know, it's tough. Words <laughs> it's today. Tough, okay. In it, Mystery Inc. has cracked the case to top all cases. They've tracked down Coco Diablo, the head of a notorious costume crime syndicate, suddenly menacing doppelganger doppelganger ghosts of the Scooby crew and favorite classic foes show up in Coolsville to threaten Halloween. Now it's up to the meddling kids to unmask the latest scoundrel and save Halloween. It changed up the art style, and we also finally got out and proud Velma. I felt so called out by how they had <laughs> Velma reacting to Coco. Oh my gosh. She's like, I'm proud for Velma. It's so good, but the entire time I was like, I feel so called out. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I read Coolsville, I just. <laughs> I think Coolsville sucks. <laughs> 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 all right so we'll scroll we'll go back up to the top and we'll work our way down because there's so many yeah so the scooby-doo movies the ones mm-hmm. right after mm-hmm. the original series i actually had some of these on va- vhs and dvd mm-hmm. and i loved them yeah of course they're so good and then uh scooby-doo uh, the also uh before I, i'm getting all over the place the Batman one. That one I had specifically. Mm-hmm. They've teamed up with Batman quite a few times. That's so weird. <laughs> well, but they're okay. both detectives. Yeah. That makes... Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. But I was... Because he had bat... He has bat cookies. Aww. And I remember sharing you like, what? I would have loved to seen Scooby-Doo get together with Teen Titans. That would have been fun. That, like the older Teen Titans. Especially yeah. if, if like robin was like it was like after their first team up and so robin already knew them and the others yeah. were like what but like raven and velma daphne oh. and starfire oh yeah i just think that Beast that would Boy be and so Scooby. much fun it would be so much fun <laughs> fred and uh cyborg and robin I yes guess. yeah yeah i i just think that would have been a great crossover and i'm disappointed that hasn't happened yeah 
Uh, the first actual one, Scooby-Doo Goes to Hollywood, I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. I kind of don't want to. Because it doesn't sound good. <laughs> no. Uh, Booze Brothers, that one I have on DVD and I love it. Yeah, that's a great one. It's so good mm-hmm. and fun. I do remember that one kind of like spooked me a little bit as a kid, though. Yeah. We've been over this, you know, had nightmares, whatever. <laughs> but that one definitely spooked me for some reason. Ghoul School, that one's so fun. Love that one. so good. And the girls from the ghoul school made an appearance in the show OKKO. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. Aw. Yes. That movie is so good. Watch it. It is a good one. I love it. How they they drew cobwebs or spiderwebs in it was a mess. Yeah. I will say, like, the the background art, I guess, was a little bit iffy. They could have done a lot more with it in that one. Um, but I do like the character designs they had in that. Oh, yeah. I thought the little girls were so, were so cute. cute. The little mummy girl yes. was adorable. Yeah. Win- Winifred, the little werewolf girl. They were so cute. They were. I miss them. Yes. Scooby-Doo and the reluctant werewolf. It's so dumb, and I love yes. it. Yes, I love this one. And then, like I told Sam before we started recording this, I didn't know it was called that, and I just think that's that makes it ten times funnier. And the race itself is literally just wacky races, but with monster <laughs> themes. It's hilarious. I, it's so it's bad, but in the way that it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's just... And then with Arabian Nights, I mean, we kind of talked about that earlier, yeah. but like, I just why it's weird it felt like they were just having to fill out a quota because like i said it was between the two eras yep uh so zombie island we mentioned it's a classic it's great you love it Mm -hmm. it's so good (laughs) and then you were so right about if that's not one of your favorites then scooby and the witch's Witch's ghost Ghost. so good the only Thanksgiving movie I will ever watch. Cause it's Undeniably great. good. Like, it's I don't think there's so a single good. person that can be like, this is a bad movie. No. It's great. You're wrong. It's amazing. It's the Hex yes. Girls. Oh. If you're not in love with the Hex Girls, there's something wrong with you. Little Sam, first watching this movie, felt something. <laughs> Didn't understand it. Took a while. But... I love your explanations. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to be Thorn. Thorn was cool. I just decided that was what I wanted to be when I grew up. I couldn't remember the other two's name. I'm bad with the names. But they kind of remind me of the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Goth teenagers. <laughs> yeah. So I just referred to the blonde one that had the bad design originally as yeah. Bubbles. They did her dirty. They did her better in Mystery Inc. Did they? Yeah. Okay. They actually gave her a way better design. In it. Well, that's good. And then, um, where are we? Alien Invaders. Yes. This one was cute. I liked it. This was a cute one. I, I liked that Crystal. Scooby and Shaggy both had their people. Yeah. You know, love and interest. The dogs. But, yeah. <laughs> that was super cute. I'm, it was so sad at the end. I know. I was like, I miss Crystal and Amber. Yeah. Uh, Cyber Chase, we talked about this. Fantastic. Love it. It's an homage and a love in a, lo- a love letter to the original series yep. it's so good incredible they br- they bring up it's like shaggy randomly wearing a red shirt for some reason mm-hmm. it's like what <laughs> and then the first live action scooby-doo movie love it that i will say right now is my very favorite scooby-doo movie out of all of them and then when you, like, look back and do, do research on them, they were, like, the first one critically did not do well, but the fans loved it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you talking about? They're both so good. Yeah. I just <laughs> Spooky Island. I want that disco skull so bad. Yeah. And then I also have it in my points down here, but, like, nobody knows where it is. James Gunn took it. I feel like he's, you can't he's hiding it somewhere. Me he didn't yeah. take it and just like have it yeah. installed in like his foyer of his house or something. Because that's like, what I'd do. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's your chandelier too. and your like formal dining room. Oh yeah, and formal dining room. Just like ah yes. Because I watched this TikTok recently of um, this like couple was going on a tour. It was like a behind the scenes tour where they had all of the movie props and everything, and it was really cool. It was like it's all so the outfits cool. everybody had. We're getting a spooky island themed. 
roller coaster at Universal. Really? Yes. Oh my god. I still want to go to Australia just to go to the theme park. <laughs> I, Spooky Island looks so cool. <laughs> Um, but they went through all of that, and then, like, they asked the people that were working there, and they were like, well, where's the skull? The where's the crystal skull. skull thing? And they were like, nobody knows. And I'm like... It was massive, too, because there was how that do you, one point... How do you not know where that is? First of all, it's hard to miss, because it's a big disco Yes, model. yeah. Also, it's massive. Like, in the movie, you, at one point, you see it, like, up against Daphne, mm-hmm. and it towers over. It's, like, twice her size. Yeah. Uh... What was it next? Uh, Legend of the Vampire. Legend of the Vampire. I mentioned this before. The only reason I remember this is Frog the Hex girl's back. Yeah. Love them. And also the weird glam rock vampire yeah. design. But again, yeah, I like the character design they had with these. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> Monster, Monster of Mexico. Monster Mexico. Wah, wah, wah. So we have to address the obvious. Yeah. The design of the Chupacabra awful so let me go on a rant here for a second go right ahead so spoiler alerts for this what 2003 movie yes if you haven't watched it by now then just just go do it except the spoiler (laughs) whatever yes the main villains of it were these two white americans who were wanting to turn uh what was an ancient uh aztec temple yes yeah into like a theme park Mm -hmm. so (laughs) the fact that the uh, chupacabra didn't actually look like what the actual chupacabra is described as and Made instead sense. it's just like oh Mexican big, Bigfoot <laughs> is like it makes sense but then at the very beginning of the movie Velma is like oh yeah chupacabra is Mexican Bigfoot is like no no it's not it's a lizard dog yeah it's not absolutely not a big purple hairy being <laughs> yeah it, it's weird uh Loch Ness Monster. Loved this one. Yes. This was a really good one. But at the si- trying to remember, it was they disguised the mystery machine mm-hmm. as Nessie. <laughs> but then also, like, the main villain mm-hmm. was a marine biologist roboticist yep. lady who made a robot of Nessie while in an attempt to look for and discover Nessie. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. But it's great. It is a mess, but it's good. And then I liked the outfits. And then Daphne. Daphne's cousin. Who had the cute pixie cut. Yeah. We're finally at my favorite. (laughs) Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed. I loved this one. It's my favorite movie. I love it so much. And then apparently audiences and critics didn't like it when it came out, which is a crime. Because we missed out on a great third one that James I know, Gunn had an yeah. idea for. I don't know what my favorite scene is in this movie, but I thoroughly enjoyed Scooby with the afro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were that uh, bar full of villains, of like their past villains. Yes, it is dancing. It flies. He seduces and that nachos. lady. I, oh my God. Hey, baby. <laughs> I love it. Also, fun fact. I mentioned the webcomic I have. Mm-hmm. It was while watching this movie that I initially came up with the Aww. idea for it. That's cool. Because the name of my webcomic is Welcome to Ghoulsville. I love and it. They literally call it like, oh, Ghoulsville's now Ghoulsville. Love it. Yeah, I love this movie. I could go on forever. And since we're yeah. talking about it, I want to talk about the third one we missed out on. Yes. We mentioned this in the last week. We were talking we did, about yeah. the shows mm-hmm. that... A rated R Scooby Doo movie mm-hmm. could be really good if done well, and also it'd be pretty easy. Yeah. The third one was gonna be an adult one, and it was. G- I'm gonna explain it poorly, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because I'm bad at explaining. Mm-hmm. But I told you about this. It was gonna be them actually encountering actual monsters and like Shaggy and Scooby having to get over their prejudice against monsters. It would have been so good. I Please think it's look. a really cute like premise to it. Look it up. And from you know everything I've read, like um, Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Matthew Lillard, were all like, "Oh no, we would totally do this in a heartbeat." Oh yeah, yeah. They were the perf. They're the perfect cast yeah. too. Um, I just hadn't seen anything from Linda Cardellini, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> James Gunn. Uh... I don't feel like she would say no, but I just haven't heard her. 
talk about it yet. But James Gunn, if you still want to do it, like yes, in please. between Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, which are also great movies that I like a lot. I do like those too. Uh, Aloha Scooby Doo. This one was good. It's fun. Yes, that was a super fun one. Yeah, <laughs> and I just love I love the names that they have for everything. Like they're either really Goha, hard Aloha, to, yeah. the Wiki Tiki, like. <laughs> Uh, I just can't. And then, like, me being a, such a Daphne girl, I loved all, like, you know, she's oh, a fashion yeah. designer in this one. But she's also really resourceful, too. Yes, I like that yeah. they did that with her. It's fun. Yeah. Where's My Mummy? That one is a trip. Chaotic. <laughs> to say the least. So, again, spoiler territory. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Because... There's the whole thing with them getting chased by the mummies. Yes. At one point, Shaggy and Scooby get separated from the gang. Yeah. And there's oh. also a subplot where the Nile is getting dried up. Yes. And then they, Shaggy and Scooby, completely separate from what's going on, mm-hmm. they run into this hidden civilization that's <laughs> been stealing the Nile River. And the guy in charge of it. His excuse of how he was able to do all this is that he's a civil engineer. Wow. That's it. What a what a great excuse. And that's not even going into what the actual plot was. That doesn't... I don't know. It's just there for some reason. I don't know. I always think it's so strange when, like, animated stuff pulls stuff from the, weird, like, from the real world. Like, mm-hmm. Heather... Talking about the lost treasures of Cleopatra, and I'm like, okay, I, it's just so weird to me. And then again, the names, Doctor Von Butch, like, what are these names? And then she has like a very Tomb Raider design. Yes, but then she kind of reminded me of um the main villain girl from Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Oh, but I know she gets betrayed by the main dude. Main mm-hmm. evil dude. I don't remember any other names aside from Milo. Yeah. Up next would be Pirates Ahoy. This one's so fun. Fred's parents are such goofy dorks, and they're adorable. They're, I need to watch this. Here's again. the thing: as someone who who's from the Midwest, <laughs> immediately upon hearing them, mm-hmm. like just one line in from both of his parents, like, "Oh, they're mid. Oh, they are Midwestern." Yep. They are like Minnesota or Wisconsin yeah. Midwestern. Yeah. And it's adorable. Um, and I really like Chill Out Scooby-Doo, the <laughs> Yeti one. I thought that one was a lot of fun. It's I- insane. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again, spoilers again. Yes. Just expect spoilers with everything at this point. The, the, the plot at the end when they reveal who it is. So, during it, there's this guy on the Himalayans, like mm-hmm. this uh, large neckbeard dude who's like the yeti's real i'm gonna find it he's got this radio station he's like Mm -hmm. starting to lose hope and then there's a local girl who turns out to be the yeti in disguise because she wanted him to stay because she had a crush on him i think that's cute i think it's cute and i also think it's hilarious that it's like i really like this dude who's here for this one thing is this insane behavior yes but i think it's even the gang calls her out at the end yeah just like just ask him out. Literally, yeah. <laughs> like, you pre- you technically didn't break any laws, but what? <laughs> I love it. Uh, next we have <sighs> Goblin King. Yeah, it's, I don't remember a whole lot from this one. It's so bad. At the very beginning, Shaggy and Scooby are like weirdly, really antagonistic of Krudsky. So Krudsky is just like super mad at them specifically again with the names yeah <laughs> it it's bad yeah like they it's just bad mm-hmm. and again fred daphne and velma do next to nothing in it like there's one point where they where it's like where the movie kind of reminds you like oh yeah these three exist yeah and they like try to lay a trap and it backfires oh. And then they, like, get turned into monsters for, like, three seconds. Wow. Wow. And then they forget everything at the very end. Oh, my God. It's like, why? And then Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword, again, it was a Daphne-centered one. I was a big fan. Uh, 
Daphne centered, not really. Well, I mean, with like it's you know they're traveling to Tokyo and she wants to do the martial arts contest type thing. Like yeah. she's. They give her some again. They separate Shaggy and Scooby from the rest of the gang, but it's not as egregiously because the gang does do stuff in yeah, it, yeah. and they're still in it for at least half of it. Yes. But then it like really hard cut focuses on Shaggy and Scooby going on a mystic adventure to find a wish granting yes. dragon. It, to I teach love that them Scooby has to use the sword of fate. They both. It's both like Shaggy and Scooby working together, but it's mostly it's Scooby. <laughs> also, the main villain of it. She's mad at technology, but then uses robot ninjas. Makes no sense. It's weird. Uh, was it? Oh, Nickelodeon live action. Wally. This was so bad. It's so bad. I like the only actor that looked like the actual character was the actress that played Velma. Yeah, Haley Kyoko. Was that her in this one? I think Fred was the worst. He's not. He's That's not, not Fred. Also, Scooby looked horrible. I know people kind of rag on the Scooby CGI in the James Gunn ones, but no. This one just did not it work. It looks awful. Also, the motivation of the villain. Everything's stupid in these He ones. wanted a stamp. He wanted a stamp. And he was willing to kill teenagers for it. I just, I can't get behind it at all it's not so any bad part of me and then, like you were so right about like the breakfast club thing like that's such a trope that i feel like it's been so overused and they just had to continuously do that like you can just have them be friends like a pup named scooby-doo is like they're already friends in mm-hmm. school yeah just solving mysteries they're just a bunch of weirdos who like to solve mysteries or like yeah. a mystery incorporated yes they're just a bunch of freaky little weirdos that love solving mysteries and are like danger what's that yeah and then Scooby-Doo, Abracadabra-Doo. This one actually had multiple monsters in it. Yeah, I liked this one. It was good. The music was fun. The animation was good. The story was fun. Mm-hmm. What, it was a griffin, a banshee, and I forget what else. But it was fun. It had a mm-hmm. lot of really good uh, set design and location. Yeah. And then but Velma's scared. Velma's little sister, and it was cute. That was cute, yes. Camp Scare, again, multiple monsters, and the villain in it was kind of funny. Do you, do you remember? I don't. So, a few of the campers still showed up. There were, like, three of them. Okay. There was one who was, like, mini Fred. Okay, yeah. And then there was emo Velma. <laughs> That's what she was! <laughs> <laughs> little mini emo Velma. Yes. And then there was the little kid on the mobility scooter who had an inhaler all the time who turned out to be a mobster. (laughs) And he was, like, the main villain who was, like, blowing up the lake because the lake used to be a town Mm -hmm. that had his buried treasure in it. And so uh, some messed up American history that I, after finding out, Mm kind of ruined (laughs) Didn't room, but kind of was like, oh no, is that what, like, why this town got buried underwater? So, you know what sundown towns are in America, right? When they flood them? No. No? Sundown towns uh, are the towns that do not want black people in their towns after dark. Oh, just kidding. Didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, town, I forget the exact word for it, but towns where it was predominantly, like, very thriving black communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, in American history, does not go well. Yeah. And something people would do, specifically white people, mm-hmm. would blow them up and then flood them into lakes. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And after finding that out and then watching this movie, I was like... Oh, is that what happened with this town? Well. Because they skim past the town being flooded into a lake. That's, yeah. I I don't know. So there's a bit of messed up American history. Yeah. And then we have the next live action Scooby-Doo, Curse of the Lake Monster. (sighs) Horrendous is my one word to describe this movie. As we mentioned before, 
out of the actors, out of all the actors, Velma's is the only one that actually looks like her. Yeah. Did and they like turn her into Daphne. a frog. They turn her into a big bipedal frog. It's bad. Yeah. The monsters don't look good in these either. They're really cheesy. I I don't I'm, even remember what the plot of it was. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, music of the vampire. Yes. Uh, it's not, there's not really much to it aside from it being a musical and like the head guy of it, of the vampires. I'm not the biggest fan of musicals. Seducing Velma or trying to, not Velma, Daphne. He tried to seduce Daphne and make him his, make her his bride. Yeah. But then the whole thing turned about, turned out to be like trying to get, uh, his book sold. That is so... That was the main plot, was, like, I want to sell this book. Yeah, I... I I just... Why? I don't know. It wasn't great. You can skip no. it. No, yeah. And then I have not seen the other ones, other than the other zombie one. Mm-hmm. The Return to Zombie one. Oh, I thought we were going over Big Top. I haven't seen that one. Uh, Big Top, I mentioned boring, but has the Fred clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Falcon, boring. Uh, mystery map we talked about weird puppet thing (laughs) stage fright it was fun Mm -hmm. it just it's a good one to laugh at with friends yeah uh wrestlemania it was weird yeah uh freaking creepy i need to talk about freaking creepy (laughs) it's so good okay (laughs) do you care about spoilers yeah no no i don't care about spoilers i want you to tell me the Oh, where do I begin with it? Give me the deets. So the main plot of it is that villains from the original series want revenge. Okay. So they find out that uh, Velma's ancestor was Victor von Dinkelstein or whatever. Uh-huh. Essentially, Frank- Dr. Frankenstein, yeah, basically. Yeah. And there's this. they take a train to this town that's still in the United States, but is very much whatever the name of the town what it's it's a frankenstein story uh (laughs) they repeatedly they first of all they destroy the mystery machine and fred is traumatized to the point where throughout the entire movie he has flashbacks of the mystery machine's repeated death oh my god they put a fat suit on daphne to make her think she's lost her beauty what? They put Shaggy and Scooby in later hosens with acupuncture so they lose their appetite but are weirdly brave. <laughs> and then they hypnotize Velma into going insane and nearly killing her friends. That whole plot. And the whole reason they do this is because they find out that the manor that it's built on is above a natural gas mine. And their plan is to blow it up. With the mystery gang inside of it. But then it turns out that Velma was working with the CIA. What? (laughs) To catch them. And she calls them out on like. the. It was built on a gas mine. You could have gotten into the gas mine and been millionaires. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And I love it. Oh my god. Okay, that that one sounds chaotic. It is, and I love it. Got it. Okay. Oh, also Velma's outfit and it is great. Okay. But it's insane. Sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> I recommend watching it. Okay. Moon Monster Madness. Again, I brought it up. Daphne and Velma mm-hmm. are like so mean to each other, especially mm. Velma. Velma's like so mean to Daphne for no reason. Huh. Fred's like, I wanted to be an astronaut and has a crush on this astronaut lady. And then there's like a Drax moment where he's like, who's Gamora? Yeah. Why Gamora? It's kind of like that where they're going over after they catch the person who did it. Mm-hmm. And again, I love the design of the backgrounds of it because it's Bioshock but in space. Yeah. That's cool. Kiss Rock and Roll. That one is insane and I love it because <laughs> so in it. Kiss, aside from being rock legends, Mm -hmm. are are alternate dimension warlock guardians that have (laughs) that have 
a magical girl transformation sequence. What? what? Yeah. Okay. It's insane. And I love it, except for the last 10 minutes. The last 10 minutes completely ruin it. Okay. Also, they're they're mystery-solving rivals. What? Yeah. Okay, is it the actual KISS band members that voice them? Okay, wow. It's insane, and I love it. Wow, okay. (laughs) Also, there's a a sequence in it with the song, I Was Made for Loving You. It's so, visually, it's great. Uh (laughs) It's... Shaggy and Scooby freaking out, trying to run away from the Crimson Witch while holding onto the Black Onyx or whatever it's called, uh-huh. while wearing goth boots. Oh my god. While Kiss, Daphne, Velma, Velma, and Fred are on a guitar spaceship that's powered by rock music, oh. chasing down the Crimson Witch. All right. While in like an alternate dimension tunnel. Wow. Well, I was made for loving you is playing. Sounds like a lot. It's a lot and it's great and I love it. It's insane. Please watch it. Okay. Except for the last ten minutes. Okay. Uh Haunted Hollywood, I barely remember it, like very vaguely. Curse of the Speed Demon. Ha. Huh. <laughs> We're just gonna move on. Shaggy Showdown. Okay. This one's a lot. But it's fun, Mm -hmm. except what they did with, I don't like what they did with Daphne in it. So there's this weird gimmick they did where there was this little boy Mm -hmm. who is uh, an influencer. He's like a rapper, but he's a little white boy who's an influencer. Okay. (laughs) And when I say a little boy, he looks like he's like maybe 10. Oh. And Daphne is obsessed with him throughout the entire movie. And it's really weird, and I hated it. That sounds weird, yeah. Uh, what's next? What's next? Uh, Blowout Beach Bash. This one I remember, uh, there's nothing much to it, but mm-hmm. uh, they had some fun with Fred and Velma in it, where they get called out for not really having much outside mm-hmm. of solving mysteries. Yeah. And so they're kind of dorks around. It's like, we do more than just solve mysteries. Aww. But then they come up with a dance called the Dinkley. Okay. Uh, I do want to watch the Batman one. I know you said it like wasn't that good, but <sighs> it's disappointing. Okay. Because you realize who it is. Yeah. Really quickly, if you know even basic information of mm-hmm. Batman's Rogues Gallery, mm-hmm. and you just get so frustrated with Velma oh. about it. She's looking at this thing and she's mm-hmm. like, "What could this be?" And Batman's there too. And then afterwards, like, the whole thing turned out to be a setup because, mm-hmm. like, Batman and a couple of others from the Justice League are like, mm-hmm. welcome to, I forget what it's called, welcome to the club, the mystery-solving club uh-huh. or whatever. It's bad. Got it. But it makes sense that it was the Batman Brave and the Bold mm-hmm. uh, Batman they went with because that was a very more lighthearted, goofy show. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Well, I will have to watch The Gourmet Ghost. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I remember nothing of it aside from that. Fred's just like, oh, yeah, my uncle Bobby Flay. <laughs> and they all are just like, no real reaction to be like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's. I feel like that's very shocking. I mean, they constantly are like, oh, let's go to this place that's like this member of the Mystery Gang's aunt. Uncle yeah. or cousin or whoever. Yeah. Everybody has big families, basically. Is but I'm just thinking. the fact that he, it's not usually the celebrity guest. Yeah. It's like, yeah, my uncle is Bobby Flay. <laughs> uh, Daphne and Velma didn't watch it. It looked bad. Uh, the Curse of the 13th Ghost. Mm-hmm. The follow-up to the finale for The Curse of the 13th Ghost, which came out like... 50 years prior. I know. That's insane. Well, not 50. 40 years prior, mm-hmm. I think. It was like, why? But it's so good, because one, we get Flim Flam and Vincent Van Gogh back. <laughs> uh, Daphne has a great outfit in it. Mm-hmm. And also, Fred and uh, Velma weren't in the original series. Oh. So they're just like, but they're in the movie, so they're like, when did you guys go on a globe-trotting adventure hunting down ghosts and oh demons? God. And Daphne is just like, well, you guys were at summer camp that one year. Oh. Well, I mean, that's a good explanation. <laughs> it's just, that's funny. It's hilarious, especially since 
Well, Velma the entire time was like, no, ghosts aren't real. Ghosts aren't real. Even though, like, all this is happening and Daphne and Shaggy and Scooby are like, <laughs> hello. We've been through this so many times. That's funny. Okay. Return to Zombie Island. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Don't watch it. Consider the 13th ghost the 50th anniversary. Okay. Not, not this one. Uh, Scoob. Bad. It's bad. I did not like that art style. I didn't like... The animation looked good mm-hmm. with how fluid and bouncy it was, but the movie itself is bad. Gotcha. Uh, you, uh, happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo, Elvira. I love that, and I really, really need to watch that. I need to watch it, too. I am an Elvira fangirl. Yes. I'm not real big on the Kardashians, for just, you know, reasons, but... Kylie Jenner, did you see her as Elvira? I have not. Oh my god. She was Elvira for Halloween and killed it. Let me pull this up really quick. Also, for you, so we're gonna like zoom. Oh, that's actually, it looks really good. Killed it. Oh, I did see that. I just didn't realize it was Kylie Jenner. Yes, Kylie Jenner as Elvira. I was like, no freaking way. She did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for ghosts, if it seems like we're going through these really quickly, obviously this is going to be a really long episode. Yeah. There's so much. Yes. That's why it's a special. We yeah. won't always do this, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, uh, The Sword and the Scoob. I haven't seen it or ever heard of it, but mm-hmm. after like reading the synopsis of it, it's like, well, now I have to because this sounds insane. Yeah. First, there's time travel. Mm-hmm. Then Shaggy gets kidnapped because he Merlin's there. Uh, King Arthur. It I... sounds like a lot. Yeah, and then Courage the Cowardly Dog one. I want to watch that because I, I love Courage. I do too. That was another one I wasn't allowed to watch when we go dark out. <laughs> uh, my parents told me not to watch it, but neither of them were around enough to stop me yeah so i watched that it. was a traumatizing show i'm gonna tell you king ramses the flan episode oh yeah. oh my god that thing i it's such a good show but at it the is. same time i don't know <laughs> oh and then i would love to watch the newest one so there so aside from the whole thing with coco and velma yeah yeah there's a hilarious scene mm-hmm. where they're at a diner and Shaggy and Scooby call out the rest of the gang for making them always be the bait. Oh. Like, they fully pull out pictures of them. Like, you made us dress up as chickens when trying to catch the huntsmen or whatever. Oh it, it's just a bunch. They just list a bunch Aww. of them. And it cuts to Fred and Velma just going, you know, like, oh. And then it cuts to Daphne going, just like n- refusing to yeah. look them in the eyes and going oh yeah <laughs> it's a great scene they've got a point um but we love to see velma finally out and proud yes. we love to see it finally happy. happy for her she deserves it i felt so called out <laughs> so although i loved so okay daphne's my character of choice and although i loved sarah michelle geller's daphne the OJ animated Daphne is my favorite. Um, I'm talking about the first original Daphne. And it's mainly because after the What's New Scooby-Doo era, they changed the way her eyes look. And I think it looks weird. Like, they, in some of them, her pupils are just, like, her whole eyes just blue. Oh, yeah. And I don't like how they gave her almost, like, anime eyes, but oh, nobody I else know what had you're them. About. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. It made me really weirded out. And I didn't like when she had the wrap dress. Like, I thought that was super plain. I preferred in, like, the original, she had the green ascot. Oh, yeah. I, I missed the green They took it away. Ascot. That's why yeah. I gave you the green ascot yeah. in the drawing. Yeah. So, I just, I don't like them changing everything. Uh, my but, favorite character is usually either Velma or Shaggy. It's usually yeah. more, more Shaggy because Velma, yeah. she does not get done well most of the time. Yeah. Which is disappointing. But I will just say one more thing, though. 
Um, as I was researching this, Daphne's had the most changes out of any character yeah. in the Scooby-Doo universe, which I thought was cool, and I feel like it's because she's so into fashion and everything, and I like that they did that with her. Also, they didn't really give her much of a personality originally. No. And so they kind of bounce between fashionista to kind of totally spies slash Kim yeah. Possible vibe yeah. of uh, girl boss. Yep. And then like. weird fetish Velma. Or not Velma, Daphne. Yeah. It's weird. Like, um, the the biggest example I can think of was there was an episode of Su- Supernatural okay. where they went into a Scooby-Doo episode. Okay. Like an actual episode from the original series. And you can tell right away that the animators made Velma, not keep saying Velma, Daphne, a lot more curvaceous. Okay. And the entire time, I forget which brother is which, is it I Dean or Sam? One of them has, like, a massive crush on Daphne. This is so random. And then Velma has a massive crush on the other brother and is, like, constantly talking about his shoulders. Oh. And there's a scene where the gang finds out that, like, supernatural things are real and they all have a mental breakdown where Shaggy goes, I told you, I told oh you. And Daphne has a existential crisis where she's like, is heaven real? Is hell real? Am I going to hell? Oh my god. It's insane. Oh wow. I, I, don't, I watch, don't watch Supernatural, but that sounds like I need to watch that one. I That's the only episode of Supernatural I've ever watched. That's and it's hilarious. Like, what? I, no, I... Because I was big on I was big into Tumblr when I was a uh-huh. kid, and then when Supernatural's finale happened, and I saw the mess that it was, mm-hmm. and what they did that <sighs> we're we're done we're done talking about it. Okay, uh-huh. okay, gotcha. We're moving on. Got it. <laughs> you have anything else you want? I feel like that I got all my thoughts out there. I want to know what happened to the Crystal Skull. Um disco ball thingy yeah that's my main if i ever have enough money i'm getting one made for myself literally it will be in my dining room come look at my chandelier yeah (laughs) scooby-doo i love it um but island is awesome so that was part two and the ending to our halloween special discussing no it's now november literally everything about scooby-doo <sighs> talked about every era, every show, every movie. At least that we could find. Yes. Uh, if we missed anything, you know, let we're us We're not know. going back through. Yeah, you can let us know. Doesn't mean we're going to do it. No. But, um, yes. Thank you, Sam, for your hard work <laughs> and research that contributed to this. <sighs> um, but, yeah. So, we'll update you guys when there's another Scooby movie, I guess. I but. get. We'll talk about it. We're yeah. going to wind up we'll talking about it. We'll mention it. Yeah. Who knows. But I have a lot that I need to watch now that I missed out on. Yes. Yeah. So, maybe we'll do some cool Christmas special or something. Yeah. Sounds we'll we'll like think fun. of something. Yeah. But join us next time on the next episode of Cryptid Crunch. Ooh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>